0: hello and welcome to that film studio i'm jason and i'm luke this is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and tv news can we expect an
1: overhaul of future dc films the wonder twins are coming to hbo max and spider-man across the spider-verse delayed
0: you heard it here first will farrell plays with barbie and we've got our title for fast 10 it will blow your mind It will, it will. But first, (laughs) trailer talk. Um, What do we have? We've just got the one, do we, don't we? The only one that anyone's really talking about. This is the
1: trailer at the moment.
0: Thor, Love and Thunder. So this is a a teaser trailer that we've got. It's finally here and it gives us our best look yet at Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor, Russell Crowe's Zeus and more. However, no Christian Bale just yet, and you know what? I think the trailer's better off for it because this is this this trailer is doing exactly what it needs to do. It's bringing us back into the the I guess the space world of I guess like Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. The zaniness that we got from uh, Thor Ragnarok sort of reminding us of that tone, reintroducing us to to Thor and you know the other supporting characters just giving us a taste i like this teaser it's 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 a pretty good teaser
1: oh i love it i've watched it a couple of times i mean in the opening we get thor as a boy and then it cuts to thor wearing his classic comic accurate costume i mean we've seen so many at this point loki or Richard E. Grant as original Loki in the TV series, and Wonder in Vision. I'm loving these classic costumes on screen. And then it cuts to Thor looking like what we know him to look like in the MCU. We see him working out. We're going to get a montage. He's going to <clears> lose <throat> that weight that he gained in Endgame. And this trailer is a lot of fun, and it ends with mighty Thor. Jane Foster, she's put the hammer back together somehow.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of explaining uh to be done in this movie to explain all this. And look, like, we'll probably learn a bit more as we get actual proper trailers for it. But I I can't a little a little part of me is just like, you know what? I'm I'm almost done. I'm like, this teaser is enough for me to be like, I'm so pumped. I mean, of course, I was gonna watch it anyway, you know, do it. But I kind of don't want to know any more. I don't want to see Christian Bale's... Um, What's the character's name? Gore or something? Gore. Gore, Gore the God the, Butcher. That's it. That's it. So, I mean, I almost don't want to see him yet. I, But you know what? I said last episode, I've
1: seen the toy. Yes, and I, and I checked that out as like,
0: well. it's, It
1: looks like a combination of the character in the comic and Christian Bale. So I'm confident <laughs> that is what he's going to look like in the movie. But hey. I'm with you. I've seen enough... With this teaser we've got dr strange multiverse of madness just around the corner a couple of weeks away this movie comes out in july it's at no time at all i've seen enough
0: yeah and look hey I, I was expecting to not see any footage of this movie until after dr strange but they they put it out and do you know what surprisingly everyone's gangbusters about dr strange everyone's excited and this trailer is still breaking records or doing really good numbers i don't know if it's actually broke any records but it's um doing great numbers for you know watches and views and stuff so to just quietly be released and just make a big splash like there's a reason for that and this trailer is yeah it's something that yeah, and, you know both you and i sort of had similar opinions on thor ragnarok like yeah, taika watiti was doing something different you know there was this new energy a little part of us was kind of like, is it too funny? Have, have we kind of gone a little bit silly and moved too far away? I think I'm okay with it now. And I think the we're obviously going to get that energy again from Thor, Love, and Thunder. And I hate to say it, I'm I'm ready for it. I know what to expect this time around. So I guess I'm not going to be like sort of uh thrown off by it I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It looks good.
1: With me, Ragnarok, top five MCU. I absolutely love that film.
0: I remember you having concerns. Or was that just me? Maybe I just...
1: No, no, no. I remember, you know, we did a review years and years ago when that film came out. And I think you're (laughs) right. Like, not quite knowing what it was going to be and a lot there was a lot more jokes and tonally, but I love that film. When doing a full rewatch of the MCU, that's probably the one that I had the most... With, like, it's so rewatchable, and I'm yes, I'm really on board with what Taika looks to be doing with this movie as well. Have you heard though the rumor or speculation about Mighty Thor? And you're not gonna like this, it's not actually the Jane Foster
0: from the previous movies, it's a variant because I've, of what Loki did. I've had that thought since this was announced, I was, I was like. I was like, that's a possibility. I I think it absolutely is. I think I prefer that. I think I prefer that because it probably makes more sense. (laughs) Either way, though, she looks excellent. The small bit of screen
1: time that she has, she looks so good. And the look on Thor's face when he sees her. is worth noting, actually, this movie is the first
0: MCU hero to get a fourth solo film. That is an accurate statement. That is. I mean, we all saw Thor the Dark World. <laughs> did we think we'd be talking Thor 4? I don't it's, think so. Well, that's the interesting thing. You know, like Chris Hemsworth has said, has said, you know, like he was getting tired of the character. He was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit over it. And Taika, you know, what he did, he basically re- rejuvenated this this guy, this character, Thor, um, and, and brought this new spin on what we get. And, you know, like we've seen it through Infinity War and Endgame and wherever else Thor has popped up since, you know, like it's, well, you know, pretty much his movie. <laughs> That's it. And then this one. But I mean, he is, it's a, the character got revamped after Thor the Dark World. He's, he's now, he's referred to as the strongest Avenger. Is he the funniest? (laughs) He's probably more like the funniest (laughs) Avenger. He is now, thanks to Taika. Have you seen the two
1: posters they've put out? The first one was of Chris Hemsworth and the poster has the tagline, the one and only. And then they put one out with Mighty Thor, so it's Jane Foster, and it says, the one is not
0: the only. There (laughs) you go. That's right. Uh, Very, very cool. I just... I kind of hope there isn't a moment, though, where either one of them is actually making that pose on a like a little mound. <laughs> because I'm just like, why would that ever happen? But I suppose maybe it would. In a Taika movie, it can happen. <laughs> they'll make it, it'll make it happen. All right, very cool. So it sounds like we're both very excited um, about that. So Thor: love and thunder, here we are. First look, shall we get into the movie news? Warner Brothers
1: Discovery is exploring an overhaul of DC. They believe that several top shelf characters, such as Superman, have been left to languish and need to be revitalized. I remember last time when we were first talking about this merger, how maybe it's going to be business as usual. DC or DC Films or Warner Brothers seem to be doing things right at the moment, whether it's Peacemaker on HBO Max. The Suicide Squad. We've got Black Adam coming. No, maybe not. It sounds like (laughs) they're looking to make some changes, but I've got to be honest. They need to. They do need to do something with Superman because, you know, he's like one of their big characters. And yeah, they can make good Batman movies, and Superman is great on TV in Superman and Lois, but he's one of their main characters. So I don't know. If they're going to change things up a little bit, you know, I am open to that. To be honest,
0: it's we're in we're in a weird place. I mean, like you, they've got these movies and upcoming projects and stuff in the can, like either ready to go or like almost ready. Delayed another year. Basically, the current DC slate of films that we've got, we're still going to get them for the next two, three years or so until we see any sort of big major change if any of this is truthful and uh, we can believe this is happening um dc the dc movies like they have been it's been pretty messy there's been ups and downs and even though like you and i can can sit here and say you know like henry cavill's superman is amazing we love man of steel you know like we enjoyed batman v superman for the most part um the Zack Snyder's uh version of of Justice League like fantastic oh my god how amazing but the truth is like Man of Steel Batman v Superman like they're so divisive there's not everyone is a fan of them like yeah, and that, even though like I want Henry Cavill to continue as Superman and come back like bring him back I get it like it, it's it's a it's a tricky kind of uh atmosphere Mm. that he's in but i feel like where we did leave superman even if we are going by the theatrical version of justice league it's like hey superman's kind of like a new interpreted character now already and they've already kind of reinvented a lot of these characters you know like wonder woman you know in her second film kind of a different interpretation of that original character that they put out in the previous film aquaman became like its own tone Shazam set up a you know a very you know very family friendly kind of tone to its to its film, um, and then the Suicide Squad has kind of created this new identity for itself as well. It, it's like the, the the movies have sort of moved away from that dark, gritty, artistic spin that Zack Snyder had. They already have kind of reinvented themselves, but I guess it is still a little bit all over the place, and I, I, they just need someone with a clear direction. That's it. That's all they need. And And you know what? On that, that's
1: one of the things. Apparently, they want a Kevin Feige type, and and I'm like, why don't you have that? Yes, I've done nothing already. Like, how many films have you made? (laughs)
0: Like everyone, Uh. every studio is always trying to mimic the like what Marvel Studios have done with the MCU and and follow what their I guess in quotation like their formula of like for success. And it's like. Okay, well, actually, look at what they're doing. Like, they've got a man like in the chair, pretty much calling the shots, being like, "Well, this is the path they are planning ahead." They just need that. Like, why is that? Why is that the missing piece that people haven't grasped? I, I don't get that. I
1: mean, I think they have tried. I think Jeff Johns at one point, or whether that was just the TB division, but they've tried it, and for whatever reason, it's just it's not worked. But again, we're at a time where we're still getting interesting content and good content, whether it's film or TV,
0: but I do like that they're looking to focus on characters like Superman. Even if they, you know, we've, we've had a, I mean, at this point in time, I'll call it a standalone Batman film, even though, you know, it probably will be a trilogy of some sort, the Joker film. Like we are getting these one-offs kind of things that have been very well received financially, you know, like, big hits we a standalone superman film in its own in its own thing. like why not let's just do another one they don't necessarily have to go back to the DCEU and if they wanted to move away from the shed like universe stuff that's okay too you know like keep what you want to keep and redo what you what you want but I don't know, it's just so messy and it's sort of like again what's the flash movie Gonna do, or I mean, it, there's probably nothing <laughs> a, lot,
1: a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on with that movie, with the movie, with its star, Ezra Miller, at the moment. But even looking at what we're going to get in the Flash movie, which you know is a DCEU film, a 70 year old Batman. I mean, hey, I love Michael Keaton as Batman, <laughs> I really do, but it, it's wheels of emotion. We've got many, many balls in the air at the moment. So who knows? If they're going to change things up, it's not going to be a quick thing. As you say, the next couple of years, they're mapped out already. But not just that, they're still announcing new projects, whether it's for the big screen or original content for HBO Max.
0: Let's talk about a couple of them. I mean, this next one, I mean, Blue Beetle, we've we've talked about uh, previously multiple times, but we've got some casting news for it. We've got Susan Sarandon. Um, she will play the villainous Victoria Cord in the in the upcoming DC film. Um, funnily enough, Sharon Stone was previously in talks for the role prior to Sarandon being cast. Yeah, funny we... that. Yeah. <laughs> we spent quite a bit of time last episode talking about that casting
1: news. Well, there yeah. we go. Not happening. We've got an update. It's now Susan Surandon. This movie was an interesting one. It started out as a movie for HBO Max, and then they changed it up, and it's going to be a theatrical release. But coming to HBO Max... Shambles. (laughs) Shambles. Coming to HBO Max, in a world where we're still waiting for a Superman film, The Wonder Twins... KJ Apa and Isabel May will power up as the Wonder Twins, and this will be a HBO Max
0: film. Are you familiar with these characters? Um, I recall there was like, like it wasn't an animated show, and it was pretty wacky. I think it was, mean, I mean, it was before my time, and maybe before your time. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, before my time. They were in the Super Friends cartoon And they were, like, teenage sidekick characters. They're aliens. I think they've got, like, elemental powers. Didn't they 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 summon,
0: like, a rhinoceros or something, like a magical rhino? No, but they...
1: Wasn't that something they they could do? They say something. Like, they've got their individual powers, but they can activate, I think, a joint power. They've had, like, a recent or fairly recent uh, comic series, like, their own series... Yeah, anyways, we're getting a Wonder Twins film, but I mean again the aliens and I didn't really read too much into the casting to be honest, but when I looked into it doing prep for this, there's a lot of conversation around whitewashing of characters. I'm like, oh wow, okay. So apparently, you know, we've got these two Caucasian actors, whereas from what people are saying online and going back and looking at the comics. Apparently, the basis for these characters is Asian. So right there you go. And it's not the first time that these characters have appeared in live action. That happened on Smallville,
0: where they had two white kids
1: playing the Wonder Twins.
0: (laughs) They're aliens, man. (laughs) They're aliens. They can... Look how out that i mean, that's a—that's a slippery slope of a maybe, conversation. But send it to animals.
1: i, I should know. I mean, that's what I I'm really thinking. Know, there's something I about. I just
0: remember there's something with a rhino. Maybe one of them turns into a rhino. I'm thinking maybe shapeshifters. Sure, sure. It'll be interesting to see with this. Pro- Obviously, like we're referring to this old like cartoon series that was pretty bonkers, pretty bizarre, pretty out there. They could have this spin where it's quite realistic. It's quite like, you know, I have this, have like a, a, a weird tonal, very mature tone to it. It could be something very interesting or it could be wacky and bizarre or maybe somewhere. Yeah, in I mean, but I mean, I I'm think looking, it's going to be
1: an experience.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm more familiar with KJ Appa, Archie from that terrible CW Riverdale show. Yeah. I mean, the of the season. Is that an indication of, not to knock this guy, but is that an indication of the type of movie this might be? More of a a young adult kind of... I mean, we're dealing with the Wonder Twins, obviously, young people, teenager type, or people in their early 20s, maybe, yeah, going for that YA kind of audience where it is a little bit juvenile, you know, a bit of the, the hormonal love story type things maybe not between the twins because that might be weird but (laughs) but i think you're on i think you're on to something there Uh, because we've been
1: getting more and more teenage content like hbo max original films like here in australia we get them on binge i'm talking moonshot is a recent like sci-fi comedy drama Another one would be, oh, there's another example where I'm blanking, but that type of like teen film. So maybe that's what the Wonder Twins film is going to be. I've quickly just looked up because I feel as though I'm underprepared for this new story. And at the same time, didn't realize we'd still be talking about it because we've been going on (laughs) about it for quite a while. So the characters first appeared on the all new Super Friends Hour. So that was the Hanna Barbera animated series the pair can activate their superpowers by touching hands and saying the phrase wonder twin powers activate zan can transform into any water form so that's the brother and Jaina can transform
0: into any animal so maybe that's where your rhino is coming from so there you go I remember Rhino, man. I remember something, this weird, vague memory of... I don't even remember how I saw this show. It must have been playing on TV at some point. But anyway, let's move on because... Yes, please. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sony has delayed Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 from... October 22nd or October 7th, sorry, to 2022nd to June 3rd, 2023. So it's bumped into next year. This of course will also mean that um the officially dated part two um is also pushed as well to March 29th, 2024. This is this is disheartening. Like we were gonna get this animated Spider-Man film this year and now we're not. Yeah.
1: Then, and that's not all like there's more Spider-Man related news. Another film has also been moved. Madam Web starring <laughs> Dakota Johnson. It's now going to be released July 7th, 2023. I mean, I've been very open on this podcast have they even started, I really don't like that character. I have they even like started doing
0: anything with that film? I, I mean, that is I don't think so. They're I mean, delaying the it. Bumpy, they're yeah. bumping it to a date that's pretty much a year away from now. What was it before? <laughs> it was this year, wasn't it?
1: It was it was sooner. I mean, it it means I mean the next the next film the release is going to be Craven and the Hunter. Morbius isn't doing well. I think madam web may move again maybe even disappear who knows
0: have you looked into the writers of of the madam web film or who they've got writing that that movie no i haven't the uh, it is the same it is the same pairing that uh that wrote morbius
1: oh no i was going to say of all the films don't and, say morbius and there's
0: there's also i can't recall some of. i think one of them was the um that that power rangers movie which is if you look at their resume, the Power Rangers movie is actually probably the best film they've done. I'm just saying that. I, I'm, I'm sure you know, they're wonderful I, people, but their resume is I, um, horrendous. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I did a second I did a second
1: viewing of that Power Rangers film. The first time was at the cinema for our review and watched it at home. I actually quite liked it. It's, it's good, man. More it's the good. Time. It's yeah. good. Yeah, I, I feel as though I was too harsh when we when we reviewed it. But yeah, actually, the moment with the yeah, Zords the didn't hit around. me
0: as good the second time. But I, I oh, remember it being cool, I remember it being pretty epic. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to go as far as saying this: I like that film. It's good. <laughs> it's, a good, it's, good. it's a good film. So maybe it's their best. Who <laughs> knows? And again, if you look at those writers, like, and maybe that's another reason why Madden and Webb have Been delayed maybe they're reconsidering that because um again the 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 writing of uh morbius was not the strength of that movie (laughs) at all if there was one
1: (sighs) but it it definitely is disheartening though hearing that spider-man's being bumped that is yes yes But if that's what i mean they obviously want to keep part one and part two together and if that's what they need. They need extra time to finish it. We don't know the reason why, but whatever the reason, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But I'm happy to wait to see the finished product. But it's still disappointing. I can't hide that. Zack Snyder has shared our first look at Simon Hensu in his new film, Rebel Moon. And I think there's a couple of behind the scenes shots as well. But the main shot that is released is of his character and rebel moon coming to netflix this film has my interest
0: i, I checked i checked out this image of this guy I was, uh, yeah this little image thing does not look like star wars i'm a bit uh <laughs> like okay this is something different this is genuinely something different um i know but it's
1: a black and int- white image and if you saw a black and white portrait of a Star Wars character, you might think, Do "You know what? That doesn't look
0: too much like Star Wars." <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, make a good point. Yeah, unless it was a star uh, like a stormtrooper, you make a good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're black and white. Anyway, um, yeah, look, this it's starting to pique my my interest a little bit. I'm not there yet, but um, keep stuff like this coming, and maybe I will. I'll come around. Uh, But look, the the next story, this is what everyone's been waiting for, the next Fast and Furious movie. We've got a title. um, Vin Diesel confirmed. Production's officially underway. There's a title card. Fast X. Or Fast 10. I mean, the X, Roman numeral 10. The movie is called Fast 10. Do you know what, though? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you you can't (laughs) start using Roman numerals. 10 films in.
1: You have a, I mean, look at Star Trek. You have a do or you don't. They were committed from the beginning. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, they were using Roman numerals. <laughs> but Fast and the Furious, Vin Diesel, they do whatever they want. I mean, think about it, right? So they're saying worldwide it's going to be Fast X or Fast 10. Here in Australia, up until the ninth movie, we've had Fast and Furious 9. In the US, they had fast nine so it's a natural progression to then go fast 10 but have it be fast x Mm.
0: yeah i mean like i'm looking at like my dvds of them and it's like fast and furious five fast and furious six fast and furious seven fast and furious eight i think so yeah again oh no that one does say fate of the furious interesting i thought that would have said Fast for the for the eighth one do you know what i recently a good good time to mention that i'm up to I've, I've just watched the eighth film. I've just watched. That's the, the the latest one I've watched. Ah, right. It's the it's the first one I didn't like. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm like No, They it's they've gone to the. They've already they've hit the stupid. <laughs> they've hit the stupid. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm like ah, uh, they've I, gone I, too stupid already. So if I nine recently,
1: is, <laughs> if it was, I recently rewatched nine, that's a lot more stupid. Yeah, I, enjoyed I, it. that's what I've heard. I <laughs> i enjoyed it it was pretty dumb <laughs> you know when i was reading up on fast x there was a few other titles that were being thrown around that people are saying hey it should have been called this and a personal favorite like of Fasten... mine was fast 10 your seatbelts
0: yeah 100 <laughs> percent.
1: much better title <laughs> and then i saw another one where it was fast and furious where the font was white Except for the I and the O for ten, it was red. But Whoa, anyway. that would on a poster work. it looks good. Yeah, but if you're going to buy a ticket at the cinema, it's like you're asking for Fast and the Furious, and they've done that twice already with the first movie and the fourth movie. So they've gone. Let's let's not like Halloween people. all over
0: again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's just let's <laughs> just go with Fast X. And then I saw a mock-up online by artist Boss Logic. And he'd combined Triple X and Fast X. So it was fast triple X. It's like the worlds of Dom Toretto and Xander Cage coming together. That's, that's just, <laughs> just too the much. Vin Diesel. Diesel first. Just too much Vin Diesel
0: first. the Fin Diesel first.
1: Will Ferrell has joined the cast of Greta Gerwig's Barbie, starring Margot Robbie. Feral rounds out an all-star cast that includes Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, Kate McKinnon, America Ferreira, Alexandra Shipp, Emma McKay, Michael Sierra, Issa Ray. This is a big cast for a movie that I have no idea what it's going to be. I think this is the same film at one point that cast Rebel Wilson as Barbie. Or maybe I'm just... I think it was... I'm it was... Just, made that up I don't know but that seems like it was Amy
0: Schumer at some point you're right yeah but it it was was going to be it was going to be a film like I think like the themes to it were going to be sort of about body image and and stuff like that so there was going to be like a commentary almost to the to the point of the movie and maybe that still is the case with this one but um but I mean I've I've always said like the thing that's actually got me interested in is it's Greta Gerwig like what she's done previously like her films like i'm like no i'm I'm on board with whatever she's doing next um i would like to know what this is about though like is it about the creation of barbie the barbie doll like the people involved in that and you know is this a period piece type thing i feel like that would be pretty interesting um is it about is it a live action barbie thing where we've got like is Will Ferrell playing Ken? Like no, we or know Ryan, that Ryan, Ryan Gosling's Ken. Okay, my mistake. So they well, we, do, we do have characters as you... as these things. But aren't the dolls actually based on real people as well? Like when they were inceptualized or something? Is that the right God, word?
1: I've seen that episode of the Toys That Made Me or Made You. What's it called? The Toys That Made You. I'd have to go back and watch it. I can't, I can't remember.
0: But the, the Toys cast, That though. Made Us. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> That's what is, isn't it? Made you, me, us. That's us, right. Us. That makes more sense. That's more inclusive is the title. <laughs> but what I was gonna say, the joke online, between Barbie and Oppenheimer, the new Christopher Nolan film, all of Hollywood, which <laughs> in those two movies, <laughs> like the cast is just growing more and more between those two films. Although that was pretty, pretty funny. But there we go. It, it, sounds, it sounds interesting just based on the talent. But, yeah, we don't know what it is. But like on one hand, is this going to be a movie for grown-ups? Great. I'm interested. But on the other hand, I've got two young girls. They love playing with Barbies. Mm. It's their favourite pastime, playing with Barbie dolls. So it seems a bit of a shame if they made a Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie as Barbie and they can't see it. But anyway, we'll have to wait and
0: see. It turns out it's actually a movie about Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've seen Rat Race, right? (laughs) Where they the Barbie Museum and it's like all Nazi memorabilia. Anyway,
1: oh, just before we move on, I legitimately love that film. It is ridiculous. It doesn't all work, but I don't care.
0: It is a really good film. We need a funnel. And anyway, anyway, TV news. <laughs> I'm and dogging, John Lovitz burned his tongue. <laughs> He's got
1: Anyway, He's the whole thing. Oh, yeah, TV news. I, th- I think you did the leading for TV news. There. I did. I mentioned it. I can do it again. TV news. <laughs> okay, cool. Jesse L. Martin will not return as series regular in The Flash Season 9, but will appear in multiple episodes. I've got to be honest, I think he even left the show at one point and then came back. Or maybe he was injured and he missed the, like a lot of the season, but he's going to be sticking around, but not in as many episodes. But there has also been talk that The Flash could be coming to an end With an abbreviated final season. So things are a bit unknown at the moment because of all the DC shows on the CW, only The Flash and Superman and Lois have been confirmed as having another season. Recent reports suggest the CW may be cutting its list of DC shows in half with Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, and Naomi on the chopping block, which would mean Naomi would just have one season.
0: It would mean I might be able to catch up. If... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It would
1: mean that Batwoman would only have. I'm thinking now. Are they? I don't even know about <laughs> woman on season innocent? one or season... season three. I'm trying to think how many how many seasons that have we had? Season for two, aren't they? Ryan Wilder. They have made three seasons. So there you go. So we'd have three seasons altogether, but two with Ryan Wilder. But the CW, famously, they do their season pickups earlier than the other networks. And it's been a couple of weeks since we found out about The Flash Superman Lois, and, Lewis, and, and maybe, nothing else. Ooh. Maybe the other other shows aren't coming back, but then you know, we are getting other DC shows elsewhere. And you know, I've talked about it on here before. I mean, when when the Arrowverse first started with Arrow, then the Flash, I mean, it was great, it was exciting, and then it just felt watered down as the seasons went on i i just i don't know when you've got shows like peacemaker it's like ah, oh, this is what a dc tv show can be and granted superman and lois is technically arrowverse that is a great great show but if these other ones don't come back part of me will be disappointed if i'm honest but just out of the routine of watching them but at the same yeah, time it'll be just something
0: surprised. missing from but, but you right like all of the shows have that network television kind of feel and budget to them, which does, I mean, that is, that is the downside of all, all the, you know, the CW gloss, <laughs> all of that. And again, you you can't compare them to something like Peacemaker because it, it, that is pretty much cinema on the small screen. That's what that is. So it's um, yeah, it's right. And look, to be honest, I thought the flash, I thought the finals, I thought we were in the final season already. So, I remember you correcting me on that, I think, sometime last yeah, well, year. Well,
1: <laughs> I was like, we are, we're less than halfway through season eight. So season nine is yet to happen. But keep in mind, Arrow ran for, I believe, seven seasons. And for the longest time was the flagship series, Paul. I don't know. No, they, taken no Arrow time. did
0: eight or something, didn't they? I think Arrow did eight. Oh, they you do would, the, the you seventh and final season? I have no idea. (laughs) I remember eight, but I could just be making that up. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Or you could be correct. So (laughs) so there we go. Right. Cool. Good for me. Eighth and final season. So right. Okay. So at the moment, it's a draw between Arrow and Flash, but we do have that confirmed ninth season of The Flash, although it may be cut short. But technically, it would still be the longest running Arrow show.
0: Oh, Arrow Show. <laughs> like, is there another Arrow show? I get what you mean. I get what you oh, mean. Oh, you know what I mean? Arrow, Arrow. I do. I, mean, I do. Yes. Yes. Um, HBO Max's live action Constantine series may have found its lead in Gans- Gangs of London star Soap Dirisu. So you're just mentioning, obviously, there are other DC shows coming. Constantine.
1: And you know what? I've not seen Gangs of London. I've heard good things. I'm not familiar with the actor. So I I checked out an interview with him earlier. Do you know what? Sounds British. Job done. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, That's enough. I mean, talking Arrowverse, Matt Ryan is Constantine in the Arrowverse, and he's no longer playing that character, but he's playing a different character in Legends of Tomorrow what could be the final (laughs) season so yeah they're going in a different direction with Constantine but I guess I mean if you're not familiar with this actor I mean in the comics originally Constantine was a white guy with blonde hair it was basically inspired by Sting but that was the inspiration for for the character (laughs) okay and then they cast an American in Keanu Reeves with jet black hair in the movie and when Matt Ryan came along, that like, he does look a lot more like the character on the page, whereas this actor is a black actor. But again, in the interview, is is an English guy. Job done. If he's the best guy for the role, let's um, let's do it. I just I like that. it's Just like. He's English, good. <laughs> like, wait, wait, we're good. We're okay, <laughs> But this is, the, yeah, exactly right. But for me, that's the important part of the character. Like, you know, I don't care, you know, what he looks like. He, he is an English character. Because if you look at like the characters that, I mean, I think it's very much going to be an isolated series and not going to look at doing crossovers. But it is a distinction. Most DC characters are American. Mm. That is that is a thing. And again, it's what we got. got have Keanu Reeves, Constantine. So I think having him still be an English character is important to who the character is. Anyway, I'm on board with the casting. Um, So, yeah, cool. Constantine, which coming to HBO Max, you think would be a more mature take on the character. Sticking with HBO Max, they are officially moving forward with a Dead Boy detective series If you're unfamiliar, it follows Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne, who decided not to enter the afterlife to stay on Earth and investigate crimes that involve supernatural stuff.
0: Oh, supernatural stuff.
1: (laughs) I've got to be honest. I know of these characters, and I know in the comics, because this is still DC, they have interacted with Doom Patrol. I don't know if that's happened on screen with that series but I'm, I think at least the series behind on that to be honest I need to catch up but these are characters originally created by Neil Gaiman who's having a bit of a moment between although it's been cancelled he had American Gods on Stars, Good Omens on Prime Video which is going back for a second season and now Dead Boy Detectives and I like the concept
0: you know, like the first time I heard of these characters was when I came across an article announcing this story online and then I was like, okay, I'm going to look into these guys and see what this is because I literally have no idea. Neil Gaiman, that always, anytime it's a, it's a character or a book or something like from Neil Gaiman, it always perks my interest. That's the hook for me. That's, that's the thing that makes me go, okay, okay, I'm, I'm interested. That's literally all my commentary that I've got on this. Um,
1: well, actually, on Neil Gaiman, like coming soon, Netflix, The Sandman, the live exactly, action, yeah. adaption
0: like, again, like that. I'm um, obviously like Sandman is a, is obviously a lot more well known, and I guess one that if you think Neil Gaiman, you're thinking something like Sandman. So of course, I'm yeah, I'm interested in that. <laughs>
1: Actually, on Sandman, Constantine <laughs> is also in that. <laughs> so again, <we're getting laughs> another Constantine there. But gender swapped. It's a female Constantine. And what am I going to say? As long as she's English, I don't care what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like Doctor, Doctor Who. English. Just like Doctor Who. As long as she's English. <laughs> oh, How's do you it? know what? Like Doctor Who, like I think uh, Jodie Whittaker, she's got maybe one more special left. And that's going to be the regeneration. Right. And is that when that
0: um, that showrunner comes back? Is that when that's yep. all? Yeah. Russell T.
1: Davis comes back. And it's when we get a brand new Doctor. And I watched last night actually, Legend of the Sea Devils. It was okay. It was okay. I mean, a with lot the rubber suits. With a title like that, like it just sounds horrendous. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was very Doctor Who. <laughs> okay. it was okay. fine but they yeah anyway yeah i think just one more special and then
0: we're going to get the regeneration and the new doctor all right so we'll move on from that because that wasn't even a story but sure i do love the the segues um what well, a segue what was that a tangent that was more of a tangent um that was a tangent Stephen, shut up guys. <laughs> steven <you> and <laughs> <it> is <laughs> is back I know you're the one that's wanted to move on <laughs> i don't know i got, I got stuck somewhere Stephen uh Stephen ewan is back in the recording booth for invincible season two and do you know what i must have missed the memo i didn't know season two was greenly i thought we were still waiting for that announcement or is this sneakily the announcement
1: no no have we known no, for a while the, the, this is the thing right i mean after the the success that first season which you know It was a hit show, a hit season. And fairly quickly, Prime Video announced a second season and then nothing until now.
0: Maybe that's... And it was
1: really strange because he'd been interviewed for other projects and I was saying, hey, what's happening with Invincible, a show that had been picked up for another season? And he's like, he's not even been in the recording studio and people are like, what?
0: Maybe that's what I was thinking because it was like, nothing was happening. And I guess a lot of people were asking, season two, where is it? So I guess maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we're waiting to find out, right? I mean, keep in mind, right,
1: the the first season aired March last year. So it's over a year later, and he's only just started. And then on the back of all the recordings, they're going to have to do the animation. And yeah, it's going to be a while before we get the second season. Don't they normally
0: animate first, is it? isn't that how it works so they they normally animate first and then they record over animation I mean obviously it, it's a
1: process, isn't it? but then often what they're doing is animating and using what they gain from the actor so it's a bit of a back and forth. it's not just mm, oh yeah they true. Don't animate they don't just animate the whole thing, and then the actor just comes in and says the words. It's you know more of a group effort, so I mean the fact that they just started now I think it's going to be a bit of a way out before we actually get that second season. Hey, this is the show that I don't know anybody that's asking for, but it's a show (laughs) that's happening. Disney Plus is celebrating Star Wars Day by releasing a new Boba Fett special. Disney Gallery, The Book of Boba Fett, drops May 4th on Disney Plus. I've got to be honest. I did enjoy some of the episodes, but I feel as though... I spent enough time watching Boba Fett on Disney+, Plus, but now they're making
0: a behind-the-scenes special available to us. Yeah, this gallery thing is similar to what they did with The Mandalorian, right? Like, the, you know, they had, like, that yeah, was the thing a, with, a like, the show. round table, and the, yeah. we were really invested yeah, in the that stories. That and that's
1: like, for sure that yeah,
0: people liked and wanted to know more about. And like, yeah, that Boba Fett. I mean, I wasn't on the... I wasn't, was I? I wasn't on the Boba Fett. Was I on the Sounds Like Comics Boba Fett episode? I definitely wasn't. I don't was even, I? No, no, you wasn't. No, you.
1: you no, no, no. no. You, I only do the Marvel shows. Yeah, is that the deal? Oh, no, you'd be a guest on the Marvel shows. But when you asked me, I completely forgot. Now that was Jack. He <laughs> was agree. on. He was on the Boba Fett. And there's a couple of good episodes in there, but I, mean, I did enjoy
0: what the the episodes yeah, about the Mandalorian, probably, right? <laughs>
1: Yes, I enjoyed the Mandalorian episodes. (laughs) But to be fair, though, previously with the Disney Gallery, I think the first season of Mandalorian, they almost had, if not the same amount of episodes as the show, whereas season two of Mandalorian, I think they just did like an extended special, and it sounds like that's what they're going to do for this as well. And do you know what? It's May the 4th. They want
0: Star Wars content. This is something they could (laughs) cut together. And they are. And they could they could just bring they could just bring Obi-Wan forward, but sure. I, do you know what? I, I'm 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 saying all of this. I'm probably gonna watch it to be honest. <laughs> part of the problem, man. I know we say it a lot, part of the problem. I do you know what I've even I've stopped watching the like the making of the Marvel stuff, which is, is which is shocking, but I just you know, I know, like struggle through,
1: the, I I don't know, struggled through Shang-Chi. Hawkeye, I want to watch what I've found. I'm more interested, because I did the Black Widow one. I'm a lot more interested in the making of the TV series than I am the films. Mm. But yeah, I need to go back and finish Hawkeye before the making of Moon Knight comes out <laughs> because that's only like a six-part series. So that's going to be out fairly soon.
0: Yeah, well, I over halfway through, we're almost there. Um, the Adam Project star, Walker Scoble, has been cast in the lead role for the upcoming Disney Plus Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. So you know this kid. The Adam Project, he was the mini Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, well, we said the a Few, didn't we? Like <laughs> at
1: times he's more Ryan Reynolds than Ryan Reynolds. This casting. Has me interested in this show. I mean, I was going to check it out. I have seen, there's two movies, isn't there, that they made, that Fox made. I've seen the first one. I've not seen the Sea Creatures sequel. And I've only seen it the once. It's something that I watched. I wasn't interested enough to see the sequel. It passed me by. But this casting did have me interested. And did you see the tweet that? Ryan Reynolds wrote in support of this casting and it was along the lines of I guess that makes me older Percy Jackson
0: (laughs) which was pretty funny I mean in the show if like to to really go real matter if they had some sort of I don't know how it works but if they if there was ever an opportunity to have like a vision of the future or like if there's time travel involved in this Percy Jackson thing Get Ryan Reynolds to do a cameo oh, as the older bit. That would be <laughs> amazing. <That's> just, that, <laughs> that would be amazing. Might make no sense, <laughs> but just make it happen. Write it in. If it's in the script, it'll work. Justin Bartha,
1: who co starred opposite Nicolas Cage in the two National Treasure films, will reprise his role as Riley Poole in Disney Plus's upcoming series. So we are not getting that third National Treasure film with Nick Cage. I thought the show was going to be a reboot. Its own identity, its own thing. But no, the TV series is a continuation of the films. That's right. I mean, Got to them. be honest, it's- it has me a little yeah. bit more interested, but, it's, but we're talking you know, Justin Bartha, nothing against him. But he's the guy from the Hangover movies that always gets left behind. Yeah,
0: the guy who's now, not a part of. He's like the three.
1: He's the guy in this series saying, "Hey, we've got the guy from National Treasure. Oh, you've got Nick Cage. No, we've oh. got the guy from The Hangover. Zach Galifianakis. No, <laughs> the one that gets left behind. Anyway, yeah, guy on the, roof.
0: the guy on the roof.
1: Um, That's him.
0: <laughs> oh, is that a spoiler? That movie is like what? 20 years old <laughs> what old is that movie? <laughs> anyway um
1: no know. No.
0: 11 15? years yeah 11? maybe yeah. anyway yeah the the, the <laughs> interesting it's sad because the interesting thing about this isn't the fact that justin Buffett is coming back and reprising his role the interesting thing is that we're getting a character getting this actor returning to the role playing this character meaning that it's connected to that universe yeah that's the exciting part and i feel bad for this guy (laughs) because i'm like we should be be like yeah cool he was a great character great actor fantastic to see him back want to catch up with him no it just means that there's potential that nick Cage could show up We are now in the realm of possibility. That is it. (laughs) That's That's, that's what's
1: exciting. That is exciting. Remember, like back when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first started, hashtag it's all connected, (laughs) the season one finale had Sam Jackson as Nick Fury.
0: Yeah.
1: It was supposed to be connected at the time, anyway. (laughs) Imagine the season one finale of National Treasure, the series,
0: and we get Nick Cage. That would be pretty great, wouldn't it? But now I'm thinking, you made <laughs> this it. a reason to watch it. You make this connection to the Shields, and I'm like, okay, even no. though we've got this actor back playing that same character, maybe it's not actually connected, because, you know, <laughs> just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually wasn't connected. Oh, okay,
1: bad example. Let's <laughs> forget Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. But this is National Treasure. We've got two films, TV spinoff and the character of Riley
0: Poole is back. Time we could to get excited. We could still, you know, if they ever do do another film again, you know, like obviously like if the characters in the show are pretty cool and likable, maybe they can move into the film and like, you know, alongside Nick Cage, you know, still frontlining it, but now with these new characters from this show and it's like cuz you know, we're in a different world now. TV and movie are, are always yeah. bouncing between each other. And, you know, how exciting would it be to have this show and then be like, hey, we're going to have a big screen version with these characters. Like, that's exciting. So, so There used, used to be a thing this, that happened.
1: <laughs> this TV show has given me hope for National <laughs> Treasure 3, which would now be a Disney Plus original film.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage would, that, right? National, <laughs> Cage would do that, right? Um,
1: I want National Treasure
0: 3 still. But in the meantime, I'll check out the show. You can also check out a live-action Casper the Friendly Ghost series, eventually, um, because it's in the works at Peacock. The the series will be a a darker take that reimagines the origin of Casper in a coming-of-age story that explores what it means to be alive. Yeah, cool.
1: Casper the Friendly Ghost.
0: I feel like um, I feel like this is just like you know when they're like, hey, we're gonna have a, this Archie show and it's gonna be dark and gritty oh, and moody, no. and, and, and we're and gonna no, have this Sabrina what? the Witch show and it's gonna be dark and gritty. But that's fine. <laughs> supernatural. Have you heard that the actress <laughs> I mean, a is a ghost. reprising <laughs> the actress
1: is reprising the role of Sabrina for an upcoming season of Riverdale. Is that still Sabrina happening? Spellman, yeah, yeah, Sabrina Keenan, Spellman, Keenan Simca, is coming Simca back. Simka,
0: whatever her name is.
1: That's the one. Yeah, she is coming back. But you're right. It sounds like Casper through a Riverdale filter, but it's supernatural. It kind of works, but I don't think there's not. I think they've already done the creepiest live-action interpretation of Casper. And it's in that PG movie, and the bit where Casper is leaning over Christina Ricci, the little girl, <laughs> and
0: he says, can I keep you? Awful. I <laughs> mean, I thought you were just... going to reference when he became an egg, because that was pretty freaky. Um Or when but... he becomes Devon Sawyer. I mean, that is a... <laughs> I've got to be honest, I like that film. But just
1: you're so creepy with like can
0: <laughs> I keep you. You're referencing all the like all the romantic magical moments of that movie that are creepy, which you're not wrong, but I mean like that movie's full of like how much murder happens in that movie. There's <laughs> <is> so much. And <laughs> um, there's a Ghostbuster.
1: I like it. It's a good film. It's it's got um Adam's family vibes. In the early 90s i yeah. like it i like it I like film but we should say so this is a, an original show for peacock in the us what i have noticed a lot of peacock content in australia is available on stan so maybe that's where we'll actually get it when it's finally made
0: i mean i'll check this out it's casper and i'm i'm curious i'm curious but hopefully it's not too dark i think the level of that like Christina Ricci movie, that was that was the that's the level you want.
1: Well, after that, that was a PG. And then they went G-rated, didn't they? With Casper a Spirit of beginning. Casper meets Wendy with a young
0: Hilary Duff. That's, yeah, well, that's who was she like life. six in that or something? She was like a baby, man. Like <laughs> she was probably a little bit older than that, but <laughs> she was a she was small. <laughs> Yeah, I've not actually seen that one. But I've seen Oh really? Really?
1: No, no, I've no. I just saw I saw the one with Bill Pullman. That's the only live action Casper oh. film. I've
0: I remember seen. the the Spiritual Beginning one. It's like I remember there's this train, like there's like this ghost train. That's the only thing I remember. Like it flies through the sky. It's freaky.
1: I mean that that's but was, not really. It, it probably a... looked
0: rubbish. Was that supposed to be connected? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. I think it was <laughs> We a, can move nah, on. I think it was... A, it was, it was, a, was it connected or just a well, I mean, the, standalone? The, the character designs and stuff looked the same. It wasn't the same quality, but like... Because it was a TV movie. But like the designs of like Casper and his uncles and stuff, like they looked like the ones from that movie. Oh, okay, so I guess By the both, intent was there, but without yeah. the budget. Yeah.
1: Well, moving on from Casper. We're getting a TED TV show. I'm not sure if we've talked about this or not, this is another show that is going to be on Peacock. Georgia Wigman, Max Burkholder and Scott Grimes have been cast in the live-action TED series. The series is set in 1993 and TED's moment of fame has passed, leaving him living with his best friend,
0: 16-year-old John Bennett. So a young Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Young Mark Wahlberg. Uh, hopefully they can find the perfect person, much like Ryan Reynolds did. Um, yeah, I don't know. So what, what's this thing about? Like, I mean i I do not remember that second film. And I, when was Ted famous? When was Ted? Was that in the first film? Like, did they well, talk about that? Well, it was a famous toy, wasn't it? So I guess that's the fame you are oh, going to be referring
1: to. Okay. And then when we see Ted in the film, like he's just like an old toy. That John still has. Whereas, you know, when he was a boy and he first got gifted him for Christmas or whatever, he would have been like a popular toy. I, I think that's what they're. I don't remember him actually being
0: a toy. I thought he was just always a talking. Well, for it some
1: sounds like Peacock have got a show for you <laughs> because they're going <laughs> to bring you up to speed. They're going to fill me, they're, they're gonna feel me in. They're
0: going to fill me in
1: i mean do you know what i i've seen ted and ted 2 once that yeah. is it and they seem to be streaming most places like i know they're on netflix i'm sure i've seen him on another streaming service i've been tempted on occasion to go back for a rewatch but i don't know i thought they were fine and seth MacFarlane, he's involved and no doubt back as the voice of ted
0: i just i, I don't know you know what? I'm exactly the same as you. I've watched the, both movies once and I've kind of been tempted to check them out again, but just haven't because I'm just like, eh, like... I remember there was like the whole Flash Gordon stuff in... Is it Flash Gordon? In the first movie? Yeah, yeah. The whole yeah, thing, they bring, yeah. they bring back
1: the original actor from the movie. All of I of I that stuff is,
0: all of that stuff is pretty fun. But I mean, I think like once you see a teddy bear sort of, you know, smoking a bong it's like okay i've seen that now like <laughs> that's it and then it just yeah. feels like a live action family guy and which you know for the longest time i loved family guy and
1: then i just stopped watching it and the ted films are good and i'll go back and check them out especially if we're going to be you know getting a tv series just in anticipation of that Sam J. Jones, he was the Flash Gordon actor that came back, pretty much playing himself in that first movie. Mm. I I just, I don't know. These, these TV series, sequels, prequels of films, I'm a bit unsure. I don't know. Maybe if I go back and revisit at least Ted one, I'd have more interest for <laughs> a prequel series.
0: Or maybe the show will just be funnier. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Joseph Gordon-Levitt here to reunite with Ryan Johnson for the upcoming mystery series Poker Face um, starring Natasha Leon. And it's the people involved that has me interested in this. Of
1: course, we're hearing murder mystery series. Ryan Johnson, the guy responsible for Knives Out, which was a great with... murder mystery. <laughs> oh, incredible. It worked with Joseph Gordon Lovett on Looper, where he played a young Bruce Willis and Natasha Leone. She's back for the second season of Russian Doll. So there is a lot of talent there involved in a murder mystery series. So that has my attention.
0: Cool. I'll, I'll be honest. I've got I've got no idea what this is, but like you just said, Ryan Johnson, murder mystery. Um, I'm a fan of Justin. Good and love it. So yeah, like you, it's it's the names attached. It seems like a good mix. I
1: mean, the information we've just gone through
0: there—that's what's currently available. Like that's it. So that's they're all le- we've got.
1: they're leading with that, <laughs> and then obviously more <laughs> information.
0: Will follow. Maybe they the just moment, know. They just know. This is all we need to tell the people. This is all we need to tell them. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's the guy from Knives Out doing another murder mystery mystery, but this time on TV. Yes, sounds good.
0: <laughs> good one. All right. Well, that's it for that's it for all of the news. Um, we've got some recommends for you. What have you got for us this week? Well, as you know, I've currently got Stan. So I'm
1: working my way through a lot of Stan original content. And what I'm going to recommend is Killing It. I'm sure you've
0: seen it on there. I'm not sure if you've watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet, but I, you know, scrolling past looking at it and I'm like, that looks interesting. Added it to the list, the watch list, whatever it's called on Stan.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. The list, the watch list. Anyway, one of the two. The TV series stars Craig Robinson and comes from the comedy mind of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That had my attention straight away. Craig yeah. Robinson was a regular reoccurring character on Nine-Nine and he was great. But this, yeah, so this show, it's got a bit of an edge to it, which I'm appreciating more and more because... There's genuine surprises in these comedies. Like it's, I mean, I love Nine-Nine, don't get me wrong, but it was a network comedy. So you kind of feel, you know where it's going. There's a lot of surprises with this show. I mean, also what you need to know, if you're unfamiliar, it's about hunting really big snakes. That's a big part of the show. And it's not just Robinson, uh, there's another cast member in particular who I really liked in this, Claudia O'Doherty, as I'm blanking on her character's name. Is it Gina G? No, that's not right. But she played the character Mary Bonnet on Our Flag Means Death, which I've recommended previously. But this is a really funny show. But at the same time, it's got real drama. You've got people that are going through difficult times, and it's a show that's got consequences and you don't always know what's going to happen. And that's what I really liked about it. And, you know, just, you know, I got to, I mean, there's only 10 half an hour episodes and I got to episode nine. I thought, you know what? I'll finish this episode and I'll wait before I watch episode 10. Episode nine ended. I immediately watched episode 10 because I needed to know what happened next. It is a really, really good show, and yeah, recommending it.
0: Okay, like I said, it's on my list, so I will take that recommendation and not remove it from that list. I will. <laughs> I will. You can do oh. it in five hours. <laughs> That's all. You know what? That's kind of appealing. That, that feels good. All right, I am recommending. Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. And I am 100% joking, that film was terrible. Oh, sh- <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? No, We've talked was, about this? Okay. This was awful. It was <laughs> horrendous. But on that, the joke is I'm actually recommending Ice Age Scrat Tales. One of the missing elements of that Buck Wild movie was Scrat? it was still at the end of the day at the end of the day an ice age movie and Scrat was nowhere to be seen it was he's like the heart and soul of all those movies and he wasn't in there and i guess they were saving him for this little this little series of shorts that they've got and that's exactly what it is um what is it six episodes six episodes they're like four minutes long and that may or may not include credits, so they're pretty they're pretty tiny. But look, if you love the Scrat character from Ice Age, you'll love this. It's him with his nut, but this time, there's like a baby Scrat thing as well that he comes across, and that kind of causes conflict for him across the episodes. Um, he now has another thing to sort of... Challenge him and his nut and causing him trouble again. You said you can do that show in five hours, you can do this in like 20 minutes. Um, it's (laughs) super competition, (laughs) it's super short. I mean, I can't explain it any more than I have already. It literally is what it is it's six little shorts of scrap just doing things. Um, it is, I want to say, it's the last thing that Blue Sky Studios did make before it is it is a it is it is a- technically however there is one other Ooh. little thing and i guess recommending this sh- this little show or this little series of shorts allows me to mention this um blue sky studios who obviously have obviously now they're, they're no more because of the acquisition of, with disney and you know how many animation studios do they need not that many they've got disney they've got pixar they've got too many um they released one final very tiny even shorter short of of scrap a little video they you know they have just put it online as a farewell kind of thing ah, which which right. i think they should have included this as maybe like an epilogue or something in this series of of, of um shorts and i'm very surprised they didn't because i was waiting for it and it didn't happen and i was like what the hell but it is online it's like, you can find it on like youtube or wherever but it is Scrat finally, it's just a very short thing. Scrat finally gets his nut.
1: Oh, right. Do you like, know what? I I know that Scrat Tales is out and it's something that I know the family would want to watch. I've purposely not watched it yet so we could sit down together. And that, I had seen what you're talking about now, but I just assumed that was the final episode. Yeah, of and scrap that's, Tales. that's what
0: I thought as well, or at least a little tag at the end. And then obviously that last episode, you know, credits roll. And obviously there's nothing loading, you, you normally when the credits play, like the next episode starts to load, but there's nothing. And I'm like, oh, that's because it's the last, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe it's because the little stingers come in and then nothing. And I'm like, oh, oh, so then I just looked it up online and it is a very short thing, but it's, it's bittersweet because it is like, okay, wow. We are at the end of a, almost like a, an era there, like this animation studio that brought us, you know, quite a few little fun, uh, little animated films over the past like couple of decades. He's um, you know, now done, and that's the last little thing. And it is, yeah, again, bittersweet. Scrat finally gets his nut. It's uh, it's nice. Anyway, so Scrap Tales and that little little short that you can find online as well. Yeah, oh, I could recommend you. I, I
1: know my girls will like it because I, I did. We've talked about it off uh, the Adventures of Book Wild. <laughs> my four-year-old liked it enough. My nine-year-old, not so much. And yeah, the quality just wasn't there. And from what I've seen from Scrap Tales, the quality that we've come to expect from the Ice Age films is there. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching those.
0: Okay, so I'll finish up with a little bit of trivia. And this is gonna be a little bit different because it's not actually gonna be movie related, but I just thought this was interesting. Let's throw it in there. We're talking about we mentioned Barbie. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna let's give you some, let's give you some Barbie trivia. But it's actually kind of Very recent news, topical, the Queen. The Queen. You might have seen this on the news recently. (laughs) I have seen it. Yeah, I have today. (laughs) I just figured, hey, we're talking Barbie. Here's an excuse to talk about the Queen and the fact that she's been transformed into a Barbie doll for her platinum jubilee by none other than the toy maker Mattel, of course, behind Barbie. Uh, The doll basically designed to capture the Queen's likeness is being released on the real-life monarch's 96th birthday on Thursday, which may or may not be today that we're recording or it might be next week i'm not sure someone tell me when the queen's birthday (laughs) is and you will you will know um it's part of the barbie tribute collection which the company says pays tribute to visionary individuals with an outstanding impact and legacy um it was launched last year with a doll of american actress lucille ball very exciting i mean i'm not gonna Purchase one myself, um, but I thought it was pretty cool. (laughs) You can see pictures of it online. I don't know. I just thought it was something topical, recent. No, it's
1: good trivia. And um, And just so you know.
0: Link to Barbie. We talked about Barbie. We are actually recording
1: on the Queen's birthday. So So it is today. of April.
0: It is today. It is. Is it it not meant to be a public holiday somewhere? I know we've just had an onslaught of public holidays because of Easter, but surely is it's it like really weird in
1: australia the queen's birthday is not on her birthday it's a whole thing we don't need
0: to, <laughs> we don't need to get into it here is it a different I just, queen like, is it like the queen mother it or is <laughs> no no
1: it's queen elizabeth ii only her birthday is celebrated on a different date in australia but i get it's a public holiday i do not Question it, we're in a great <laughs> bit of trivia. I did see that the Queen had a Barbie doll, and to be honest, I mean, it looked pretty much like Barbie but with short white hair.
0: But yeah, I, I guess I there's mean, some sort of likeness there. I mean, it doesn't look like Barbie at all. What are you talking about? It no, looks, but it, it looks more like Barbie than the Queen. <laughs> well, it looks like I mean, if I'm remembering it, it looks correctly. like the Queen from maybe 30 years ago. <laughs> That's okay. Good times. good times hey
1: it's good trivia i'm telling you good trivia but anyway i feel i
0: felt like i had to justify it and i thought i was like i can get away with this, surely but that's good, it's good trivia that's good Honestly, to know. i like uh, it
1: it is i think it's the most topical our trivia has ever been the person the trivia is about you are delivering it on her birthday and the point of the trivia is in celebration of her birthday
0: well done wasn't even intentional but i mean the news probably made that happen for me like that being a news item so that that's that's fine anyway we are done we've done the show um that is it for our movie show please go subscribe and download this podcast on soundcloud and apple Podcasts, and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find
1: the podcast we're on social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram
0: as that Film Stew podcast And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. If you missed
1: it, be sure to check out our recent review of The Northman and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness.
0: You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from That Film Stew. See you soon.